Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Coffee Pods. Uh, this is Lisa and I'm joined by Wes. Hello Wes. Hi, yes, Christmas is coming pretty it's hard. on the there. corner. I know. <laughs> okay. Have you done any shopping? Little bit. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. And actually in the shops this time, because do you know what? In COVID, obviously we had to do a lot of our Christmas uh, shopping yeah. online. I thought, no, I'm going to go in store this time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I say to husbands, you've only got one present to buy. Just make it good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, okay, so we've got a listener question. It's actually come all the way from Australia. Okay. All right. Yeah. And what they're asking is, what do you do if people aren't happy or willing to let the healing ministry operate? So I suppose this could be in church, but it could be anywhere, can't it? Yeah, I mean... What a brilliant question! What do you do? And and there are people who are going to be unhappy about it, yeah, for a variety of reasons, uh, and they are going to be unwilling uh, to have it happen where they are. But do you know? And the funny thing is, Lisa, it's not just that they're unwilling to do it themselves; they're unwilling for anybody else to do it as well. Yeah, uh, and I've come across that, and there's a little bit of a Pharisee attitude within that. Um, but yeah, there are people. I mean, there are reasons why people feel like that. You know, and it's it's slightly sad, really. Why do you think? I mean, there'll be a lot of reasons, and and it will vary. But what do you think some of the main reasons are? Well, I think, I think, I think the nice reasons. Okay, if you could put it this way, are things like yeah, people might have had a bad experience, and I can understand that. Yeah. You know, somebody might have been insensitive. They might have done it badly. Yeah. Uh, and and if you've ever had that, please accept my apologies on behalf of whoever it was. They meant well. It just doesn't necessarily mean they their brain was switched on as, as well as their spirit. And, and yes, there are stories about experiences. Absolutely. I've seen some of them, um, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know. I might have even done some of them, you know, <laughs> out of ignorance and immaturity. Some people are, are against it because of disappointment, and I can understand that as well. Maybe somebody's prayed for them, or and and it hasn't happened. Yeah, and and I so I understand that genuinely, and and I would never, um, I would never, you know, hold it against anybody for that at all. I understand that entirely, mm. and of course, for others, it's because they prayed for somebody and the person died. Oh, and, right. and, and so they, their failures are so you know strong a sense of failure and the sense of responsibility because you know they love the person a lot and now the pain hurts as mm. much as that and so those three i can understand that and, yeah. and i have great sympathy and patience and understanding for those okay yeah. the the three that that i guess are perhaps not quite as nice are the ones that are related to um, a, an area of control. Okay. People want to keep um, church life and uh, and and what's going on around them tidy and in order. But notice, what I've noticed is that it's always their order. It's mm. not anybody else's order. Mm. It's they want to keep it the way they want to keep it. They want church to be like this. They don't want Sundays to be disrupted by this. They don't want their house group or their meetings or whatever, or even a social event yeah. to be disrupted. I remember yeah. being um, 
at a at a party and um you know i was just talking to this guy and so i just thought let me pray for you you know in the middle of it all and it's like but this is our party you know <laughs> this is not a christian meeting and i said well you know it sort of is now for a moment but yeah, yeah i didn't make a big fuss about it but people yeah. get upset so people want to control things and and sadly there are perhaps more than we want to admit people in the church you just want to be in control they don't want things to get out of hand they do it because of the second one is fear some people are afraid that if they let you pray for somebody nothing might happen and so you know it's going to make god look bad it's going to make them look bad and the church look bad some people are afraid that something will happen yeah you know, if somebody gets out of a wheelchair or if somebody is healed of a of a disease, then yeah. suddenly you can't put God back in the box yeah. and say, well, OK, because suddenly everybody knows that God is present and he's out. Mm. And, and of course, that's what really ticked off the Sanhedrin when Peter and John healed the man at the gate beautiful in, in Acts chapter three. The problem was that not that the man got healed and went into the temple, but that God came out of the temple yeah. and healed the man outside of what they considered was the holy and fitting place for it to happen. Gosh. And God was out of the box. So yeah. some people are afraid of that and they're in their fear. They're not going to let you do anything. The worst one for me, and I will be very honest, I have a sort of a bit of a strong mm, thing about <laughs> religion yeah religious people were the were the people who killed jesus they wanted him dead yeah it wasn't really pagans they came in a bit later actually it was religious people and i'm not talking about um, any particular you know, religious people you know i know that in in the story at the easter story it was the jewish leaders who wanted but actually just religion anyhow where we want to have uh, a way of doing God, but we want it uh, to be in control. We want it our way, and we don't want anybody else to challenge that. Mm. And so the the religious people, you know, they'll say the Bible doesn't do this anymore, and this was only for special people, and we shouldn't expect this because God isn't like this. And so they want to shut it down. They want to shut it down for themselves, and they want to shut it down for other people as well. Mm. I'm in a way pleased you said the word shut it down a few times because when you mentioned the word religion that's what came to mind is there's just this shutting down of the life of God isn't there and and we see it I mean we see it in the world and we see it in our churches and in our own lives at times as well but it's um I find it incredibly sad that the way that it can shut down the life of God yes and, and and people say that God only works our way. Yeah. Not in any other way other than our way. And I, I do say to people, Lisa, God has the right to do things you've never seen before. Mm. Mm. And for religious people who are listening to that now, I've just irritated them immensely. <laughs> <laughs> because they say God only does it our, the way we think he should. God has the right to do things we've never seen before. And we need to be open to that. Absolutely. Okay, so you've mentioned, you know, a few sort of more compassionate (laughs) reasons why people are opposed and then some other genuine reasons as well. But how can we 
like balance this how how can we help those people who are not willing or not happy to come round to the healing ministry being alive and active and um, uh great question I, I started out as well i'm still a worship leader but i started out as a worship leader yeah and i soon learned that um it was at a time when churches had the organ and if they were really progressive they had a piano oh my <laughs> but they didn't have guitars and they mm. certainly didn't have drums okay yeah. <laughs> um and you know and so i worked out very soon that if i went in with my guitar and uh, led a time of worship equivalent to the rock opera Tommy done by The Who, which was popular in my day, um, <laughs> I wasn't going to get it very far. Yeah. But actually, if I could take one of their hymns and do it on a guitar and okay. make it sound like, actually, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Then actually, I was going to win something. And they might be open just to me doing one of, of my, you know, contemporary co chorus type yeah. things because it was in the same style in fact i i did it in a, a church and at the end um, a gentleman came to me and said um <clears throat> you can actually play that can't you <laughs> so i said yeah and i have, have had three years of, of being trained by the professor of gu classical guitar at <laughs> trinity college <laughs> oh he said i said yeah i can play bark you wow. know um but so what I'd say is, do you know, if we could just have some humility with people who are uncertain mm. and not make it an issue, but just be humble and gracious about it. If we could be encouraging about it and say, look, I understand, you know, uh, uh, this is this is a new thing. This is perhaps new for us. I understand yeah. that. And, but, you know, I'm, I'm not here to cause trouble i just want to see people uh blessed and if you could model it in the right way so rather than you know saying to people um i want you to get out of your seat and come to the front and you know we're gonna you know but if you just could sit next to somebody and say hey let me pray for you just yeah. very quietly yeah. and then the news gets out that oh so and so prayed for us and and god did something mm -hmm. then people go oh well actually there was no fuss there was no bother yeah. You know, no brass band and pink elephants came through the church. You know, it was just somebody very quietly praying somebody else. You know? yeah. And it looked like a conversation. You can win a lot by humility and encouragement and just modeling a nice way of doing it. Yeah, I like that. And it kind of reminds me when you're trying to help lead somebody through any sort of change, because people are really resistant to change. And like some of those things there, like the humility, the encouragement, um, I think it's quite a skill actually to have to be able to do that. Yes, and you're absolutely right, because for most people, um, particularly in church, if you change what they do, they they hear it as you're changing what the church is. Yeah. And you're not. You're just saying, actually, I'm just taking three minutes in a service to sing you this song. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, and God will still be God and the church building will still be here, <laughs> you know. Um, and if I pray for you for healing, um, you know, I'm not going to rewrite the liturgy and the Archbishop of Canterbury will still be the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> but it's just it'll take, what, 30 seconds, you know. And yeah. so I think I think modelling it is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. OK, so if you are doing that or if you found yourself doing that, um, 
but uh, it's still resistant. You're still not able to uh, operate how you would like to with the, with the healing ministry in your context. What do you do moving forward? Okay. Um, for those listening in any anywhere, um, have a heart, get a hard hat. Um, <laughs> you cannot please everyone, so you should stop trying, honestly. You're not going to be able to convince everybody. You're not going to be able to keep everybody happy and you're not going to be able to fit in with everybody. So you might as well stop trying. And can I tell you, even God doesn't try and please everybody. Mm. So there's no point. If you've done your your humility, your encouragement, you've journeyed with people, you've modelled it right, that's all you can do. You can't do any more than that. Mm. And because... It's not going to happen and it's not going to change because they're believing in something else other than the gospel that is Jesus in the way that that we've received him. And what I would say is that where where the healing ministry is resisted or any ministry of the Holy Spirit is resisted, the Holy Spirit does two things. One of two things. He either removes the person and I've seen that happen. What, the person who's resisting? Yeah, I've, Yeah. I've seen that happen um you know it's not a first option <laughs> yeah. it's not necessary you know they might move get a new job yeah they might you know move house they might do something else but i have seen god take some steps to protect his church yeah and for that reason i stopped calling it my church because <laughs> i realized it wasn't mine yeah <laughs> right yeah. Uh, the church that i have the privilege of serving is a better way of saying <laughs> But actually, when you've seen God rise up to defend his church, you realize it's not yours. Mm. And I would never mess with God and his church. Yeah. Okay. I learned a number of things in pastoral ministry. Don't come between husbands and wives, parents or children, or God and his church, because you're not going to win any of those. Uh, Do you know what? Sorry to interrupt, but you're really on to something there, because I think so often we don't appreciate how God sees his church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Be another podcast maybe <laughs> yeah i mean let's face it he calls it my church and my people yeah okay don't mess with somebody yeah, who calls like it that. mine you know um but the other thing of course is that he will remove people or the spirit will just simply move on okay he'll say fine if that's the way you want it you have it the building the lot it's all yours i'm going off and actually um I I just noticed that if the Holy Spirit is resisted, he'll just move on and he'll break out somewhere else. Yeah. And then somebody else will say, yeah, absolutely. Come. Jesus says it, doesn't he? He says, when you go into a village, if they don't receive you, leave, go somewhere else, go somewhere else. And so. Sorry, go on. No, no. I just wondered, is there a time? I I, you know, sometimes I think we can be. I don't know if martyrs is the right word, but we'll, we'll be like, no, we're, you know, we're going to keep fighting this. We're going to stay here we're, until this happens. D- is there a time and a place for that? Or uh, do you think actually it's better to just say we're moving, we're going somewhere else? Or I, I think you should carry on as long as you've got grace for it. And as long as you can do it with, a, with kindness and love in your heart. Yeah. But when it becomes a battle of wills, it's already lost. Yeah, that's helpful. Okay, and if God's not going to deal with it, there's no point you, you know, making yourself and everybody else miserable. You might as well just say, look, the Holy Spirit is clearly not going to do it here. Lord, where do do you want to do this? And we've done that. 
you know, yeah. that's the story of some of the healing hubs and everything else. Lord, what yeah. do you want to do with this? The other thing is, I'd say, you do continue to be humble, but you've got to be honest. Okay. You know, Christians are terrible, aren't they? You know, how are you? Fine, liar. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, and people say, well, yeah, but I think, and actually I've, I've, I've learned to say, I'm really sorry, but I don't think I agree with you. Mm. You know, and, and, and people have said to me, but you're not hearing me. You're not listening to what I'm saying. No, I said, no, I am. They say, no, you're not. You're not listening to me. And I say, I am listening to you and I am hearing you. It's mm. just that I don't agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And for some people, they are not happy unless you agree with them. Yeah. Okay. So you've got to be honest and say, I don't agree with you. Uh, one of the interesting things about some of the, the, when the new atheists were around, they were incredibly evangelistic oh, in, right. in their values. There was no God. and But it wasn't just that they wanted to believe there was no God. They needed everybody else to believe yeah. there was no God at all. Yeah. And 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 I I wanted to say yeah good luck with that it's mm. been around a lot longer than you have you're just a <laughs> breath in the wind and so actually sometimes you have to say to people look I appreciate your perspective I don't agree with it mm. okay I need to do this the other thing I think you've got to do you've got to remain under a, a authority as much as you can but you've got to be authentic if God has called you into the healing ministry. You can't let anybody else say you shouldn't be doing this and and you're not, you know, because actually you don't need permission to pray for the sick. You've already got it. Mm. You know, we talked about command authority given by the sovereign. And actually, if you can't pray for people in the meeting, you can pray for people in your home. You can pray for people in the street. You can pray for people wherever they are. Because that's what Jesus did. I like that a lot. Though, yeah. Know, yeah. So, yeah, you know, still remain under authority. Don't become awkward or rebellious, but you've got to be authentic. Mm. Um, if I did not do this, I would not be being true to who I am and who God's called me to be. Mm. Mm. And and yet we journey with people only for so long. But if they say you can't do this and we're not allowing you this and God doesn't do this, you've got to say, OK, I tell you what, love you don't agree with you yeah i've got to go and do this because this is the calling on my life Mm. and i think those things are really important and 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 please can i apologize if it it sounds a little harsh but i've been doing this for 43 years and i know that i've wasted some of that time because i indulged people too long Mm. who told me that things ought to be different Wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, hopefully the the individual who sent this question, hopefully this has helped you somewhat uh, <laughs> <laughs> and hasn't presented more questions, but it's been good to chat through this because even yeah. at the healing ministry, we do get presented with lots of these things that Wes has mentioned. Um, so why not, Wes, if you would be willing to, to just pray for those yeah. who are in this situation? Yeah. Can I say that if you are in this situation, you're in great company. Church history is littered with people who were in this situation that God used remarkably in the healing ministry. And the disciples and the apostles were also in this position. So you are in great company. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that the healing ministry was your idea, that Jesus coming was your idea, that this gift of the spirit was your idea and the gift of healing is your idea. Lord, I want to thank you that it was your idea that people like us should be called in to be a means by which other people could receive. So, Father, I pray for all those whose journey is hard 
and opposed and difficult. I pray that you will keep their hearts sweet. I pray that you will keep their vision clear. And Lord, I pray that you will break out in them and upon them so that the ministry of Jesus might be displayed on the earth in whatever country they happen to be in. And I ask this because of Jesus and because he has given us command authority in his name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you, Wes. And we hope that all of you have a wonderful, peaceful, joyful Christmas season. And we look forward to catching you in the new year. Bye bye.